I'm wildlife veterinarian, Dr. Michelle Neeland, and this is the Wildlife Health Connections Podcast. We're taking you deep into every corner of wildlife health and conservation. Let's go. All right. Crack your Montucky. <laughs> Ice cold Montucky cold snacks. Hashtag no free ads. All right. So Vin. Okay. So you've heard of the Nobel Prize, right? Obviously. <laughs> I have heard of the Nobel Prize, yes. Okay, good. You're doing great so far. <laughs> have you heard of something called the Ig, the Ig Nobel Prize? N- n- no, I have not. Spelled I-G Nobel Prize, the Ig Nobel Prize. No, I, I, I'm like reaching back in my brain and no, I like really can't. I can't materialize that. Well, that's okay, because neither could I before okay. <laughs> <laughs> Before I read an article about what we're talking about today and got the idea for this as a mini-sode. Okay. So, the Ig Nobel Prizes, it's basically a satirical prize that's awarded annually, and they've been doing this since 1991, and they're awarded every year in mid-September, right at about the same time that they announced the real Nobel Prize awards okay so trying to steal their thunder a little bit okay don't hate it yep and but the thing is with the ig nobel prize they are celebrating 10 quote unusual achievements in scientific research and they say that the ig nobel prize aims to quote honor achievements that first make people laugh and then make people think all right yeah i'm on board with this okay (laughs) this is like maybe a little more fascinating than the the regular nobel prize but certainly just does not carry the cachet of like ground ground changing earth moving research yeah and so the name of the award the the ignoble is basically a parody and it's playing off of the word ignoble which basically means not noble okay is that like harping on some latin latin language aspects there uh, probably. Cool. And so, <laughs> bad at Latin. It's, bad moving at Latin. on. Um, vulpus, so, vulpus. So, like, I know some Latin. There you go. That's more than me. Wait, Ursus maritimus. That's polar bear. Oh, so, I like so looked good. that up today. I was like, wait, what is the polar bear Latin name? It's very fun to learn that one. Okay. So the ignobles were created by a person named Mark Abrahams who is also the editor and co-founder of the scientific humor magazine called Annals of Improbable Research, also known as AIR. Okay. <laughs> he was also the former editor-in-chief of the Journal of Irreproducible Results. Okay, yeah, that's, like, these are publications that need to exist. <laughs> I know, need to like subscribe to them immediately. Um, so when they, when they present the Ig Nobel Awards, um, it's actually a real thing. And they're actually presented by real Nobel laureates in a huge ceremony that takes place at Harvard. And then um, after that, all of the winners actually give a public lecture at MIT. So this is an actual real award ceremony. And and they they get national recognition for this. So it's a real thing. So why are we talking about this right now? I hope it has something to do with wildlife health. It does. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) (laughs) So actually... Um, this year, the in, for the 2021 Ig Nobel Prizes, actually a wildlife health research project made it onto the list and actually was one of the award recipients. And so that's pretty cool because these cover um, 
they basically only choose 10 research studies across all different categories for these awards. Is this a global award or just North American focus? Um, not sure. Um, so, but what's even more interesting slash hilarious is the wildlife health research study, which won this award in 2021, it didn't win under the categories of biology or ecology or medicine okay, <laughs> or any of the natural sciences whatsoever. This is uh, foreboding. <laughs> it actually won under the transportation category. Like, like human transportation as in like planes, just... trains, automobiles, DOT, kind highways, of, yeah. bridges. Okay. Fascinating. Can't yes. wait. Yeah. So the wildlife research study that was the prestigious recipient of one of the 2021 Ig Nobel Prizes, um, was awarded to um, wildlife veterinarian Robin Radcliffe and his list of international co-authors and colleagues. Um, Dr. Radcliffe is a vet at Cornell and part of the Cornell Wildlife Health Center. This is now like trending in a positive direction. We have some veterinarians working on this. Cornell, okay. And so under the official listing for, for the Ig Nobel Prize, they said that they awarded this um, for a study determining by experiment whether it is safer to transport an airborne rhinoceros upside down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> These are things we need to know. They actually are. And so um, the study that they're referring to that won this award was actually published in 2021 in the Journal of Wildlife Diseases, um, volume number 57. And so the title, the full title of this research um, was The Pulmonary and Metabolic Effects of Suspension by the Feet Compared with Lateral Recumbency in Immobilized Black Rhinoceroses Captured by Aerial aerial Darting. We love the term lateral recumbency. (laughs) I'm a big fan of any sort of recumbency, particularly lateral. Yeah, I'm about to go into lateral recumbency (laughs) when we're done recording this, but... um, so there's a long list of co-authors here, and this is a, a really cool team of what looks like um, transdisciplinary and um, international colleagues, um, long list um, of folks that were also on this publication with Dr. Radcliffe. Um, so the gist of their study, I'll kind of give you a brief rundown. So they took 12 wild black rhinoceroses, and they mobilized them through aerial darting, and then they placed the animals either in lateral recumbency, which is basically with them on their side, or they suspended them by their feet. So basically hanging upside down, suspended by their feet um, from a crane. And they left them in either position for about 10 minutes. And then they collected a bunch of data to basically see how well they were ventilating and such under anesthesia. And so what they found was when they suspended the rhinos by the feet, so hanging upside down, their mean arterial oxygen pressure was slightly higher than those that were in lateral recumbency, AKA laying on their side. And the arterial carbon dioxide of the hanging rhinos was slightly lower than the rhinos that were on their side. Um, And they also found that suspending them upside down by the feet did not impair their pulmonary function significantly more than they found with lateral recumbency. Right. 
Okay, I'm following along with this. Fascinating. So basically, they found that there's a very slight, possibly, advantage um, when we look at gas exchange and ventilation when they hung the rhinos by their feet versus just laid them on their side. Yeah, very cool. I mean, that's a huge win, especially when you're uh, talking about sedating wild animals. I mean, that's incredibly dangerous. So any advantage you can give the animal, that's this wildly important finding. Yeah. I can see this being entirely worthy of an ignoble award <laughs> <laughs> in transport, too. It makes sense now. Okay, I was wondering. Yeah, like... so that's why it's transportation, because ultimately they're talking about um, using this method for anesthetizing rhinos and other large ungulates as well, um, anesthetizing them before they have to transport them over long distances mostly for relocation projects and, and things like that. Right. So Where you're like transporting yeah. them via like helicopter, helicopter or yeah. like on a, in the back of a truck or something like that. Yeah. So there's all these uh, really interesting pictures and videos of them flying these rhinoceroses um, suspended upside down <laughs> by their feet. <laughs> right. So that's pretty cool. So um, when I read about, I, I had read that this research study had gotten this award, but I didn't, I just kind of glossed over the fact that it was an ignoble award. I didn't actually look to see what that award was. So when I actually looked into it, I was like, oh my God, this is this is so much better. <laughs> we, we need to uh, rally a lot of attention to the ignoble award. It seems like a, a wildly underrated award. I know. And so, you know, there's huge congratulations to Dr. Radcliffe and his co-authors and his team. Um even though this award is is designed to be kind of funny and humorous and satirical, um, really we we know here and our listeners probably can appreciate that this is actually really important research, mm-hmm. um, and this has potential to really help us improve our approaches for anesthesia, anesthetic positioning, and transport when we're talking about these these large wild ungulates who yeah sometimes they don't they don't breathe so well under anesthesia so anything we can do um, to help them ventilate better and lower mortality or lower risk of mortality and adverse effects. That's huge. So yeah, just wanted to share this with the listeners. I thought y'all would think this was um, a little bit funny. And, you know, anytime we get national attention for a wildlife health, um, wildlife health in general and any wildlife health research, I think it's a good thing. So um, cheers to Dr. Radcliffe and co-authors and anyone else that was involved in that study. Radcliffe at all. I'll give you a little... Yeah, a little, little silent clap. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's very, very cool. Um, now I want to look at pictures of rhinos being flown around upside down on helicopters and on cranes and such. I'm sure there's some good photos associated with this work. Oh, yeah. We'll put some links in the show notes. So also, how do we get tickets to the Ig Nobel Awards at Harvard this fall? I don't know, but we're going. <laughs> we're going. We will, we will do going. a live, <laughs> live episode. We can uh, get some Pinocchio's pizza beforehand. Oh, I forgot the best part of this episode. Wait, what? Which was... Um, There's prob- more? <laughs> well, you're probably wondering what other winners... <laughs> oh, yeah, I need to know. What were the other 2021 winners for this year? So in the category of biology, <laughs> like I'm riveted. Uh, it was a stud- the study that won. Um, oh, I'm gonna butcher everybody's names. 
Um, but basically, it was um, studied by Schotz et, et al., um, analyzing variations in purring, chirping, chattering, thrilling, tweedling, murmuring, meowing, moaning, squeaking, hissing, yowling, howling, growling, and other modes of cat-human communication. That's the title. <laughs> it, the fact that that hasn't just gone absolutely viral with all the cat owners out there is mind-boggling because I feel like this is information that everyone needs to know. We need to know. Uh, Sataria et al. won the ecology category for their study um, using genetic analysis to identify the different species of bacteria that reside in wads of discarded chewing gum stuck on pavements in various countries. So what you're telling me is like maybe I should think twice about like picking gum up off the sidewalk and chewing on it? Um, yes, that's probably the takeaway there. <laughs> that's pretty oh. cool. Oh, I would love to see a follow-up study looking at the gum underneath tables at like oh, that's like the worst. old restaurants. Ugh, yeah. Then you accidentally touch it. Okay, so in the peace in the peace category, so they're not all science. Some this is like playing on like the Nobel Peace. Right. So in the peace category, the winning study was testing the hypothesis that humans evolved beards to protect themselves from punches to the face. I mean, directly re- relevant to you. I mean, have you gotten punched in the <laughs> face mean, since you've honestly, had a beard? Honestly, like, I have not. I mean, I've maybe, like, punched myself in the face accidentally. Um, but, no, I'm, like, very curious to read that one. Um, hmm, yeah, beards, punching face. Yeah, uh, that's, I, I need more information. In the entomology category. I, I'm just still stuck on this, like, beard thing. I was like, I guess if your beard is massive... It's going to absorb some blow. Yeah. I mean, some of these dudes out there with beards that are just absurdly huge. I mean, you can lose a fist in there. Probably. Okay. The entomology category. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Research study uh, titled, A New Method of Cockroach Control on Submarines. I mean, I feel like that's important. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. You don't want to be overrun on a submarine. No, that's nowhere to run and hide. Sounds awful. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So anyways, I think that's all I had to say about that. Excellent. Yeah, this is fun. I like this. Yeah. Um, now I know more about the Ig Nobel Awards and also got to enjoy an ice cold Montucky cold snack. Oh, as a side note, only one person in history has been awarded both a Nobel Prize and an Ig Nobel Prize. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Does it say what for? Uh, so it was awarded to Sir Andre Geim. I might be mispronouncing that name horribly, but he was awarded the Nobel Prize in Physics in 2010 for his work with electromagnetic properties of graphene. Hmm. Um, but then he also won the Ig Nobel Prize in 2000 for levitating a frog by magnetism. <laughs> okay this guy's all over the place well that's all it yeah i'm sure there was like a point to the frog levitation experiment but yeah well it was award-winning nonetheless yes um all right folks well that uh, wraps up this mini-sode here um thanks for tuning in for a short period of time and listening to us uh ramble on about some fun auxiliary aspects of <laughs> wildlife health and science go ignoble awards um yeah all right we'll catch you guys at the next episode
Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wildlife Health Connections podcast. If you liked what you heard, go hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. You can check us out on social media for some good content and advance notice of upcoming episodes. You can also get more information at wildlifehealth.org slash podcast.